Let's talk about telemarketing. My background in telemarketing is absolutely extensive. I started off as a telemarketer for Filter Queen Vacuums in 1977, and I telemarketed there part-time for six months before becoming a Filter Queen Vacuum salesperson. I was the top telemarketer in that room, and that's the reason I got recruited to go out and sell for KK Puri. I ran my own phone room for Dominion Windows. It was a window sale to residential customers. I was booking appointments over the phone. And again, I'm going to go through this. That was extremely successful. I sold water filters through telemarketing leads until I found out that canvassing was much more successful. And we began canvassing instead of telemarketing for our phone leads at Toronto Water Filters. I ran a large commercial gas operation where we did $60 million worth of business on five-year contracts in one year through outbound telemarketing booked appointments, and that was with only eight sales reps. We put a massive amount of business on the board, $300 million, to large and medium commercial gas users. I managed an inbound and outbound customer service department on contract where I was paid a large amount of money and turned around the numbers in an outbound firm and an inbound firm, a large group, about 150 telemarketers in each group, and improved the numbers by 50% both ways in less than a month's time. So I have extreme experience in telemarketing, whether it relates to outbound selling, inbound customer service, residential or commercial business. Now, I want to talk about when to use telemarketing because telemarketing is likely the most used form of selling and lead generation in the world, especially if you're to include customer service. So let's talk about when to use it. First of all, direct residential sales is something where I prefer to sell through canvassing. I talk about that in canvassing. Why is it not done more often? Because there are not very many good canvassing training organizations. If you're currently telemarketing for your appointments residentially, use my canvassing material and switch to canvassing because you're going to have more success. If you are in a large room and you're working for a large company in telemarketing and you want to improve your numbers, well, then you need to use these CDs to do so because it doesn't really matter whether you're telemarketing. It doesn't really matter whether you are canvassing. The fundamentals of selling are all the same. It doesn't really matter whether you're doing a booking, whether you're doing a confirmation, whether you are taking an inbound call, whether it's a customer service call, whether it's a complaint coming in, or you're taking any form of call inbound or outbound. The fundamentals of selling are all the same. They are your body language. It's got to be good. Over the telephone, your body language directly relates to your tonality. And this is why I always recommend in telemarketing that you sit up straight, you have good body language, you project yourself, you get your voice in the right state, you're in a positive frame of mind, because the worst thing you want to do is come across on the telephone like a wet rag. Sometimes you sound better when you stand up, and I recommend standing up if you are not projecting yourself well sitting down, or do a combination of. You might get a sore back from standing up, so you could do a combination thereof. Next, you have to build rapport. It's a little bit more difficult to do over the telephone than in person, but you still need to develop rapport. 
That has to be done. You have to use third party when you're making calls. This is something that you have to do. And I'm going to talk about how to do this. You've got to gain control of the call. You've got to create need. You've got to create the need. If there's no need, there's no buy. You've got to build value. If there's no value, again, there's no booking. You need to assume the sale. This is just as important. If you don't assume the sale, you will not get the booking. If you do everything else perfectly, but you don't assume the sale, you will not get the booking. This is something that I changed at Smart Talk Network when I went in and revamped their outbound telemarketing department. In that department, they had about 120 outbound telemarketers. One of the managers, Morley Shulman, currently runs our customer service department at True Star Health and at U Weight Loss. The reason he does so is because he understands how to assume the sale to perfection. He also understands how to handle objections and take inbound calls when a customer, for whatever reason, has some concern or some complaint perfectly. And I talk a lot more about that in the section on handling objections. Handling objections, obviously, it doesn't matter whether you're in person or you're over the telephone. Learning how to handle objections properly is just as valuable either way. And that is taught in the section on handling objections, which is a little further along and I get into in great detail. Now, when I started working with STN, they had an average outbound closing percentage of about 50%. The problem was is that they'd make the call, and in some cases, they weren't projecting their tonality properly. So I soon worked with them to set some goals and to be conscious of their body language and to project themselves better over the telephone. I also taught them at the end of the sale to always assume the sale. And you assume the sale, and the correct spelling of your last name is? Oh, is that Irish? Is that Italian? Whatever it is, exactly the same way as you would assume the sale in person in any presentation. And again, if you have not listened to the fundamentals of selling and you've not listened to my chapter on assumption in there, you have to do this. This is mandatory. Getting into this whole section without listening to the fundamentals, again, doesn't make a lot of sense. You have to listen to the fundamentals. You have to understand the fundamentals. Anyway, we switched the close that they were using to an assumption close. We created some goals, so there was some motivation, some body language, and some energy level. We reworked the presentation, so the presentation flowed extremely smoothly and had some third party put into it. Everybody's doing it. We're calling everyone right now. We created some nice tonality. We built some nice value, and we assumed the sale, and we took our outbound percentage from 50% up to over 70% by following these simple rules. We did the same thing on inbound. We were getting a lot of inbound cancellations. There was a huge sales force out there when long distance was deregulated. That sales force was signing up about 20,000 contracts a week. I would know because my agency was signing up about 13,000 contracts a week out of the 20,000. That was amongst maybe... 10 other agencies. Amongst them, at 20,000 a week, a run rate of 100,000 new contracts every five weeks or a million contracts a year, there was a lot of people calling in wanting to cancel because they were signing up with a new telephone company they didn't know much about, and the inbound room was overwhelmed. And I sat down with the inbound room, worked on exactly the same situation, except on inbound. First of all, when you're getting hammered all day long with people wanting to cancel or complain, you could tend to get a little bit negative. You have to understand that 
the way that you respond to somebody over the telephone in your tonality, that dictates how well you're going to handle the call. So if somebody calls you on an inbound call and you sound a bit negative or a bit down or a bit defeated by the time they call in, your odds of losing this call are really, really high. They were saving only about 43 to 47%, and they were losing 57 to 53%. And within two weeks of teaching proper objection handling, proper tonality, how to assume and re-ask for the order, we took the save percentage from 43 to 47% up to over 80%. And again, this can easily be done by following the fundamentals. So for customer service, it's so important for customer service. If you have a customer service department or if you work in customer service, it's so important that you understand the fundamentals of selling and know how to take an inbound call properly and turn it around and gain control of it. And again, it's about following the fundamentals. So if somebody calls up and says, oh, I really want to cancel. Oh, that's fine. All right, that's the first part of the fundamental of handling an objection. Oh, that's fine. You agree. Then you listen. Okay, and exactly why is that, that you want to cancel? Oh, I didn't really want this long-distance service. Somebody came around. Well, do you understand that you're actually going to be saving 30 to 50% on your long-distance calls by doing this? It's a very legitimate company. As a matter of fact, hundreds of thousands of people are now enrolling with this company. First, you agree, so the guard goes down. Second, you listen, and you get out the objection. Then third, you respond and resell. And then fourth, why don't we just let it run for a while because you're going to save a lot of money. And if you have any problems in the future, you can call me back, okay? And you resell the order. It's very, very easy to do. It's very, very simple to do. Let's talk about large commercial energy marketing. Here was a situation where we were booking for outside sales reps. If you are an outside sales rep, you want to be busy. You may want to have your own full-time telemarketer. You know, this is a risk. Oh, I might have to actually pay for this person. But... When I started taking on canvassers and guaranteeing them a wage plus a commission, my income skyrocketed. And for outbound calling, it's really important, again, that you gain momentum. This is extremely important. So, again, you need to get on the phone and you need to follow the fundamentals of selling. Your body language has to be good. Your tonality has to be good. If you phone someone up and you sound like a wet rag, it's not going to be good. If you phone someone up and say, hey, how are you doing today? We're just calling everybody. I was just calling ABC Business. DEF business, GHI business. So you use third party. We're calling all the businesses in your area. And the reason we're calling is because we're saving everybody money on their natural gas right now before we move into the summer cooling season. Our representative is going to be in your area next week. Which day is best for you? Early in the week, Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday? So you're using urgency. They're going to be there already. And what day is best for you? Assumption close. Very, very important to do. So you need to assume that they're going to see them by saying they're in the area, which day is best for you. Obviously, the body of your presentation and designing your script has to be perfect. You go back to my rules of designing the script. You go on the website and you review the rules of designing the script and you read out your script and you have it written down and you make sure that it flows. And when it flows, you get on the phone, you use the rules and you become successful. It's so important to do this. You need to have an approved reference list if you're calling commercial. You just need to ask some of your commercial businesses, if I can use you as a reference, I will try not to have them call you. We may call from time to time, and you may even want to give your approved reference list a little bit better of a deal 
because having that approved reference list is so important, it's going to get you so much more business.